0: welcome to this week's episode of the weekly pump i'm your host johnny blaze and joining me today is a good friend of mine kevin leboski how you doing kevin
1: i'm doing pretty good
0: pretty good <laughs> awesome that's good man Yeah, you know, it's like uh, finally becoming spring a little bit you know we've been getting these like teases of warm weather and then slapped in the face with cold weather again you know it feels it was, like that's what's happening yeah. yeah it's like that the normal beginning of april you know well actually it's almost the end of april now wow it needs to just chilly stop. Now. yeah yeah
1: it's- <laughs> It's time for winter to stop. Yeah, who, exactly. Someone in Vermont had snow.
0: Yeah, that or like Massachusetts, they 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 had the Am side of the MVP Open this past weekend, and in they the got snow. like eight inches of snow or something like that.
1: <laughs> wow!
0: You're like looking at the scores, like I, I think like close to par was like thousand plus right around, like something ridiculous. Wow! Which is which is awesome, you know? Which is it's it's cool to go up there in like April and get like a crap load of snow.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. You like snow. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's that's <laughs> I awesome. But direct- well, plus rack.
0: also like Maple Hill, like I played Maple Hill in the snow. And it sucks. I mean it's still it's awesome, but it sucks.
1: Like I played it in the rain.
0: Yeah, which just like ruins like you wanna be there to play. And it's, like, the most beautiful day, beautiful weather, you know, slight breeze, nothing too crazy, and you never get that.
1: Yeah, I played it in good weather before, but then, yeah, that one time was... It's just, like, it's not even bearable. rain.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and wh- how'd you shoot that round then? Oh, it's awful. Yeah.
1: And knee braces on, on both knees. I was, like, like a, you an know, umbrella. You know, I was, like, the... <laughs> Edward Scissor's hands of yeah, disc golf. Yeah, so you're just right. like, oh, yeah.
0: One of those, like, you almost don't even take your bag off to take shots. You're just like, I just want to get through this yeah, crap. Yeah, you dry your disc yeah, off. And yeah, yeah. Get up and throw it. I'll dry it off tomorrow morning when yeah. I when I go in the car.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's when disc golf is, you just wish you weren't playing. Now, if you sign up, you have to show up. Yeah. yeah. You have to sign up early and.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's just, like, crazy. I mean, now, like, I, I don't even plan on getting in tournaments right now, you know, especially with, uh, like, tiered entries. Like, the Warwick Championship is going to be going up in a couple days. I saw that. And maybe, actually, probably the day I release this, I think it is. Um, and it's, like, 980 and over until the, like, beginning of May. And then at like May 9th or something like that, they're like opening it to everybody else. So it's like there's
1: no age age protected division. I don't think there is. I think it's MPO and
0: FPO. Yeah. So it's like they're, but like that's kind of how tournaments have to get. They have to become specialized. And I think
1: yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, but
0: it's it sucks. Like for me, I'm nine thirty five rated right now. So it's like I'm not. How am I going to get into a tournament? You know. So I kind of I don't get my hopes up a lot of times. But or I just have to start playing
1: am. Well, there has to be more tournaments. Yeah. Yeah, i think so i think they just have to change the rules a little bit and people mm-hmm. need to relax with and let, let more tournaments happen at the same time and yeah spread it out a little bit
0: well we see we see a little bit of that i guess this past weekend there was something going on up at what south mountain there was something and there was uh something down in sellersville i think there were something else like local like it's all stuff that's kind of that almost was Nobody wanted to do before, have multiple events, but they probably all filled up and, you know, there's oh, yeah. more than enough golfers.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah. They've been saying that for years, though. They should have probably you know, yeah. listened, listened a couple of years ago. That's said, true, hey. yeah.
0: I mean, we have, like, we were having overflow events and, you know, other tournaments just opening up like that just because there are that many people that want to play awesome courses, too.
1: It's really taken off yeah. as a sport.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I was just a come today. And it was a madhouse
1: it is but because someone's camping there every weekend too yeah well there,
0: there yeah. was a there was an eagle scout group there and uh we started on the back nine because the like the front nine looked packed and we got done the back nine and there were like three groups waiting on hole one and it was like so then we like kind of walked through and got to like whole five-ish area and then saw probably 60 eagles scout troops got people kids throwing discs in that field walking the whole fives t-box so we went the whole six, and then kind of played. We only we didn't play the whole round. I think we only ended up playing seventeen holes. We looped back around a little bit. But so we need just, more
1: courses, and yeah, more I don't tournaments. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but then the tournaments take up the, the courses too.
0: Yeah, so then you don't get the casual people out, and yeah, you get a, it's and, and it's casual people that don't understand that there's tournaments. You know, a lot of people just come out and they're just throwing Frisbees and they have no clue what's going on.
1: Yeah, well, let's grow the sport. Yeah,
0: yeah, I guess so. I, I think it's like it's a grow the sport, know the sport thing. Like, edu- let's educate people before we keep growing it. I mean, and Maybe that's-
1: Maybe you rethink the grow the sport thing. Well,
0: that's that's kind of the thing. <laughs> like, yeah, like, because it. it's, it's, I mean, it's a, great, it's a great thing, of course, let's grow the sport. That's all, like, it sounds awesome in theory, but you get people out there and you don't realize like, oh crap, now there's this many people on the course versus what it was before yeah yeah you know, i mean we like we see we saw like an influx of players the last i mean you've probably seen it throughout your whole time playing golf
1: absolutely i mean it's been massive change well and in, in, yeah everyone knows recently in the last year for sure mm-hmm. it's you know just you can't miss it now <laughs> if you didn't notice it before it's it's now it's here yeah and playing today at sellersville with a quick round mm-hmm. and you know two two trees broken that were you know Young, new tree, you know, broken in half because looks like somebody supposed to hit hit one leaning into the fairway a little. and They went up and and you know, broken in half.
0: Got a little angry and and
1: we have two of them now. That's just just in one day. Yeah, and that's what happens. That sometimes you. Get yeah,
0: that. and yeah, yeah, All the young growth trees kind of slowly, they're not okay. there anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: that's what people. Yeah, we get people more people and and that's more of that happens. Mm-hmm. Plus and the traffic and yeah,
0: you know. yeah, the traffic and ignorant people. I guess they said something about. uh Someone posted about Hole 14's bench was broken. And it's like, come on. Yeah. like, And that, that 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 may not have even been disc offers over there. But oh, still, yeah. it's like, that's the toughest thing. To, and I mean, and we're, we're, you know, talking and half complaining about stuff like that. And there's areas that are even worse with crime. Oh, yeah. You know, go out to Golden Gate Park and, like, every time I hear about anybody going there, their car gets broken into. <laughs> you know, or Sedgley and, like, people constantly getting their cars broken into yeah. or stuff like that. And it's like... Or like you know, stabbings or drug use and everything. Like we have a pretty good group of courses around here that don't have a lot of that stuff, which is when really. You get
1: older, you like to complain. Then. So well, that's true. Oh no, I've,
0: I've been realizing it a yeah. lot. You know, it's part. Of,
1: it's like it goes along with the whole yeah. thing.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's a you know, constructive complaining too. It's not a just a an empty complaint. Yeah. Well, you know? and,
1: and, and trees are you know don't want oh, to trees because I mean they're fewer are fewer in. Oh, or yeah. between her or whatever that is you know, yeah not as many of
0: them <laughs> well especially I mean like you know like our home course where trees are you know getting killed and you know or I don't even know what's happening over there at Naki the at Red Naki yeah
1: well I mean just the uh, you know, ash borer I mean that's the problem mm-hmm. and you know I guess the whole park is it's filled everywhere you know it's, it's, it's a problem yeah you know, right here in the back you can look and there are I have a couple of dead ones that are they have the ash uh bores in them, you can see the holes mm-hmm. so yeah they're they're everywhere,
0: they're slowly spreading just in and out on you know our our forest forest us kind of, but
1: well yeah and, and people are like, well, they still mountain bike well, that's there, the thing I think hiking I, through it i so. heard yeah,
0: I heard about like uh hunting like licenses in knock in the course yeah. area, and it's like like you you can give someone a license to go hunting there, but I can't go you know hunt Throw birdies, I can't hunt birdies right, you know. But, I like, it brings up a point of they make money off of hunting licenses. You know, where I think, honestly, you know, I'll, I'll sign up for a disc golf license. Right. How much? 75 bucks for the year? 100 bucks for the year? Okay, cool. I'll hang it on my bag. That means I get to play knock-a-mixin? Yeah. Okay, cool. That's
1: you not know? a bad idea. I think
0: that would be great. And then with that, you sign a form saying anything that happens in the park is my, I'm at, like, at risk on my own, you know, or whatever. So...
1: The, the park's looking to generate... Income, then that's that's well, and point. that's the
0: thing. And we, with the disc golf course there being as used, like it's one of the most used areas in the park during the summer. You know, oh, with yeah. the marina and there, the pool gets used. But the other, the other than that, they just have hiking trails. They have the lake itself and stuff like that. But that's probably one of the most used areas.
1: Well, that's what he's uh, the, the the guy in charge. That's what he said. It was it was the busiest thing in the park.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for like for a long time, you know, and I and I think now it would be
1: even busier. And a lot of people avoided it. And it was still. Bu- Still yeah. the busiest thing. oh I, there's
0: so many times and people and people that didn't avoid it I saw a lot of off on one 10 minutes later back walking by the tee box with yeah. their fruit with their like store-bought just fruit regular frisbees yeah. cracked in half <laughs> or sometimes they they didn't even take them with them they didn't bring them back because yeah. I would find random like, broken frisbees out there all the time between the rocks and the trees and everything else you know
1: well, Jack misses it the most
0: yeah yeah, I mean, and that was kind of the best, like one of the best things about Wednesday dubs over there was like everybody brought a dog.
1: Yeah, And it was
0: you. kind of you know you get Nova and you get Heiser was there for a little while and then you get oh dude running chase, at chase it we run at you while yeah. you were teeing off oh it's <laughs> like it's the most awesome thing. Um, Kate Casey White just posted a video the other week. Oh, I saw that and that and I comment- reminded me the same and way. I was like, dude, it just makes me think of Nova because yeah. it was and it was awesome.
1: Nova yeah. was a little more aggressive than that dog. Well,
0: that's what they were doing. Uh, like, I don't know if you've seen the Garrett Gerthy first part, the FPV drone videos that he's been doing. No, I haven't. Where they, like, it's like racing drones oh, following okay. discs in the air, and you could see them, like, they hover right above the disc in mid-flight. That's you could cool. see it spinning. Like, it, it's really, really cool. And they were doing it uh, with uh, Casey White, and the dog was there, and the dog, like, jumped up onto the tee box, and he, like, stopped. And he was like... That's the first time you've done that. <laughs> and I was like that's that's Nova right there. It's like yeah. there's you know I I've, I've been tripped up by Nova a couple of times jumping off the tee oh, box yeah. like you know
1: kids today have it so easy with these tee boxes concrete and turf and we had a dog running right at our <laughs> our, our Private area. Yeah, like oh, exactly. <laughs> <bite you. laughs>
0: or jump up and like bite your disc because like, yeah. like you didn't you didn't really miss Nova by much. Yeah, no. you know.
1: <laughs> and even though he, when you started, he was far away. By the time you were releasing it, yeah. he was on you. Well, as like,
0: soon as you took your eye off of like, oh yeah, where you were throwing and where he where he was or was it she was. It Nova's a girl,
1: right? Yeah, that's a know. good question. I don't even. Remember. I
0: can't remember. Yeah, Nova. Nova, yeah, like yeah. I mean, I shouldn't assume, you know, with with the dog. can you know. assume genders. Yeah, exactly. Um, when like you turn your head from Nova, Nova all of a sudden, like you said, would be there, like like a horror movie. Yeah. Like when all well, of a sudden you, you close your eyes and it's right like, Yeah, but all in all, like she was great. All the dogs over there were she good. She did run you know?
1: towards where the disc landed too, which so. was kind of cool. Yep, yeah,
0: and none none of them would none of them would bite discs. Remember so. Gump.
1: No, I never met Gump.
0: Who was uh, whose was Gump?
1: Kevin McDonald's okay. Dog, Gump, Gump was an odd, odd, odd creature. He he was he was a an amalgamation of of dog and in a, you're a unique way. But Gump was a cool dog. Okay, you can, yeah. Kevin's uh, well, he he helped a lot with in the early years putting the course in, and it, actually the tractor that we used that was that was his dad's tractor
0: That help like just. Clear and, and that hill was covered. That's what the hill was. Yeah. Okay. The, the hill back with the, with the marina hole. Yeah. yeah they had all
1: the front loader. The front end loader would push it all in the piles and then, okay. and then Raphael would come out and burn them and then. It- <laughs> And, and then the park police would come, and he would speak French like, "What's ah, this? Is this is normal in France? Yeah, we do this all the time." After and, a while, after a while, they catch on. Yeah, I'm sure. yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, you got to stop lighting
0: fires in yeah, the middle yeah. of the park. They're going back to the office. It's like, oh, it's Raf again.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he, he played the French game. Yeah, he's you know? doing the French, uh, yeah. play, playing the French card. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean that's like that was a, that's a different time. You know, that was you know you could almost get away with that there.
1: Oh, the early, this is the early years.
0: Yeah. So, so what was that like? What was uh, like the first looks of Naki? Hey,
1: like, first looks. Well, I
0: mean, I want to say like, what was the first like? Well, when we the first thing like, because like, I mean, I've been I've been to different places. I like I'm good friends with Bro, and I've gone to places before. Like he's like actually designed Bro. it, and we walk out there and like, all right, where where are we starting this?
1: Well, okay. Jack Graham was the guy in charge of the park, and he, you know, and I had mentioned he could put a course in, disc golf course in, and and you know it got to be like it was going to happen. So he had pointed out a few spots, and I had driven around and looked at them. But at that time, when you walked up to the lake there, the pond, yeah, the, the fishing pond, you couldn't even walk around it. I mean, the path would start, you'd have it get a little ways, and then it would just stop because everything was overgrown. Mm-hmm. So you really couldn't penetrate into the woods at all. To see like what was there, and all sudden. So, but it eventually you know we looked at all the spots, and he and he really wanted it there for some reason, yeah. so okay, that's fine, I wasn't you know beggars can't be choosers, I'll yeah. put it wherever you want, and then we just started scouting out and you know looking for things and but you couldn't get like you couldn't really get too far, so he kind of like was you know unwrapping a you know a package slowly, you know they get oh yeah. there's a little little this little that, you know, uh, and then uh, when we started, okay, we're going to build a whole one i like. I've talked to Brian recently and he was like, Yeah, that whole first hole took like a month just to cut through that first hole Mm -hmm. and just to get going somewhere. You know, and then yeah, that was and then, you know, it was like a slow process of discovery, oh you look there, look beyond here. Mm -hmm. Start cutting down some more sticker bushes which were like literally ten feet high. Yeah. 40 feet wide of, you know, not just one bush, but, you know, yeah. massive like of. Broom, broomstick
0: thick, oh, everything.
1: And, and you couldn't get, you just couldn't penetrate. We were yeah. crawling on our hands and knees, you know, commando. Just, yeah, just to kind of get in there. Yeah, and cru- and, you, and
0: you don't even know you're crawling into more you're yeah, on the other side and there's nothing there. You, you're still stuck. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. okay, we'll
1: curl back, back yeah. up. You know, it was a, so it was fun, you know. I was a lot younger then, so. Tackling something like that, yeah, know. it
0: seemed seemed like something that was plausible. Yeah. Now, now the thought of something like that probably is Let's get just, the machines
1: in there and yeah, let the machines do the work.
0: We get the machines and some of the younger people in the club. You know, somewhere
1: I have a picture of uh, Robin Billig's legs after the first day because they wore shorts to, to, to you know clear up the sticker bushes and they you know just a mass of blood and dripping down and mm. it just all sliced up. Yeah. We have a, we got a picture of that somewhere.
0: <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, so you said what, it was Jack Graham. He, you, he you, kind, you kind of, you kind of pushed, you kind of like pushed the course on him, you know? And I mean, I, mean,
1: I was working at the alternative school, which rented land from Nakamixon on the other side of the lake. Okay. Yeah. And he had come by to, you know, inspect the property and, you know, do what. Mm-hmm. Guys in charge do. And, you know, I just casually mentioned how about a disc golf course? And he was like, yeah, oh, all right. And then I was like, well, well that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that would be harder, but he was like, he was cool with it. So I just pursued it. Then just conversation, email back and forth. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then and, and it happened. Yeah. We had some moments of, you know, we can continue a turtle theme in your podcast. Yeah. And, uh, we had an issue with turtles and, and then the birds. Yeah, with the, her- the birds. Yeah, it was the but herons. They, yeah, but they also had the red red-belly turtles there. Okay. Who were to a rare turtle, and that, that that was in those little ponds there. Yeah. And
0: so they they were worried about all. that? They were worried.
1: They had some people come from the state, and they came and checked it out. And what are you doing? Yeah, that's fine. Everything was fine because all you're doing is throwing frisbees, right? Walking yeah. By. So there was no problem. Hmm. That was a hit, and then the, the birds obviously. Yeah. That was a problem for. I think the next guy in charge who was a lot younger than Jack and took, took the, the, you know, it was more of the rules were more, mm-hmm. you know. a
0: little more stringent on it. Yeah. He
1: just, he followed the rules more to yeah. the book, where Jack was like, you know, if the birds don't like it, they'll move. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. What he said literally, like, well, kind like, of
0: like, yeah, like we, we live here too kind of thing. You know?
1: Oh yeah. yeah. And he said, they, they would, they're they irritated. They're just going to make nests elsewhere. It's not like they're going to,
0: yeah, no, it's uh, not like they're going to go extinct or something yeah, like that right. or die off like, yeah. Yeah, he because he of was less often. concerned, but yeah. So yeah, and that's and, and like you said, all we're doing out there is throwing frisbees. Yeah, throwing frisbees the killing invasive species. You know, yeah, the, a lot just, of those pricker bushes, those multi are very.
1: Kill some trees though with the frisbees. Yeah, some of the trees that take a lot. of Oh, hits. that's
0: true. Yeah, you think about it. There's probably a lot that have I've seen a few. Yeah, yeah slowly good. just taking that that killing. You I know? think
1: Jerome's like the putting the plastic on. I think it saved a number of trees at Silverville. Oh,
0: I think so. I think that's a big thing. Well, that was kind of his big thing over there. Was like. I don't want the park to have a problem. Right. I don't want the people of the park to have a problem. This needs to be, you know, good for everybody. And like there there'd be times you go there and you I'd play around and it was when there was only nine holes and you get the whole eight and you'd play the the tee box and you'd be like, "Oh, let's do another loop." And you go back and the te- the he would have fly mats out there and it, it would be moved. Like in that amount of time, Jerome would just go and move it because he'd walk up and he'd see somebody throwing a forehand yeah. and going out over the path and almost hitting somebody. And he was like, "Well, we can't have that." So he would just kept trying to like tweak where everything was going, you know. So
1: he was always worried about the flickers. Oh, yeah. Oh, and that's what out. and but, that
0: yeah, yeah like that that whole eight thing. That's Never what he said. Before, some
1: they just throw the flicks you and, know. and just yeah, bomb it into people's yards. Just throw,
0: just throw it. let, let, <laughs> let it go and hope it goes where you want. You know. <laughs> but I think that's a good thing to do. Though I think it's good to kind of take in, like, into mind what the park goers and the park are going to want to see, and like, you don't want to see incidents. You don't want to see anybody getting hit, you know. And like, we because I mean, he was witness to a lot of the stuff over at Unami when that was going in. Yeah,
1: and but like, the neighbors
0: with the neighbors, and then I like I read some of the forums, and they would talk about it. You know, people. Oh, we need to educate ourselves on disc golf. You know, they're throwing metal rim discs. You know, with like sharp blades on them, and they're killing trees. Like, people that just have that need to be educated saying right. that this is what the education is, and they uh, have no freaking clue. That's terrible, you know. And I, I remember stuff like that. Or, uh, oh, wait one second, that's probably pretty loud.
1: Get off my lawn, <laughs> get out of my airspace, it's restricted. <laughs> like,
0: I remember that stuff, and I remember, um. Like there were like protesters, a guy with a guitar playing. That was the
1: guy. I think it was more like than him. Yeah, he was playing. Anything. He played he on
0: there. a you know, would play on all, all the fairways, would walk along and basically say like, this is my park too. And it's like, okay, yeah. It's our park also. So just we're gonna throw it, we're not gonna try to hit you, but here comes a disc. Yeah, you, know, you kinda have to get to that point, you know. And
1: he was just and, a little aggressive with his Was he? Uh, but that's what you're saying. I mean, I, yeah. I didn't have that. I, I did see him once, but I didn't have any. Yeah, kind he of, like, was guy, like, I like, yeah,
0: I heard. Well, I I I saw him one time out there, and he was like walking through the course, uh, and then I to saw. And draw. Yeah, and I saw him, and then I heard about him being on hole one, and someone going to play and saying like, "Hey, we're throwing." He said, "Hey, I'm here too," you know, like kind of like, you know, like I said, this is my park also, which yeah. it is.
1: But you have to be right there. Yeah, and then and then they the teed
0: field. off with the, with the old hole one tee off and then they, he would see them going to putt and he'd start walking down the hill on two, uh-huh. and get down to the bottom of the hill on two and play his guitar and sing his songs and wow. just try to be a nuisance. Like yeah. it's just like kind of like, why? Yeah, well, because he's uneducated Nothing on disc golf, do, huh? You know, I like I can't imagine having that much time or energy just to waste annoying somebody. Like that's doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense to me. You know, I mean, but I should because I'm online and you see trolls every day. Oh, yeah. You know, especially in the disc golf world, there's crap loads of them. You know, especially with the new influx of people coming in, asking simple questions that people have heard a thousand times, but it's the first time they're asking it, yeah. and they're like, you know, like getting rude with them a lot of times. And uh, it's it's tough to see, you know, but but you know, maybe that helps not grow the sport. You
1: know? Well, I mean, so, I just think we need, you know, we need more. Cor- at this point, we're just overcrowded, and yeah, you know, like the the environmental impact is one. You know, this the. Mm-hmm. Action and, and then the grass is going to get killed, and yeah, you know, so I think we just need more courses. It just there has to be, you know, a way of convincing you know the authorities that, that more courses are necessary.
0: Well, I think like just I mean, I, I, there's probably a number, a way with UDisc Disc or something to see just how many people are playing these courses. Yeah. So to be able to present that to a town or a municipality or something and say like, hey, there's this many people like. This is unused area, which is where most disc golf courses are built. Here's all this unused area. Let's put a disc golf course in here and somehow figure out how to profit from it. Yeah. You know, whether that it's with be, a disc golf yeah. store in town or, you know, you can get to the tax revenue that way and to get people into town, you know, because if you come to town for disc golf, you're going to stop. You're going to go to Rosemary's. You know, you're going to go for some penny candy at signs. You know, or you're going well, to go.
1: That convinces a lot of people on councils mm. and things. Yeah. Is that is the. The economic impact, because
0: mm-hmm. I mean, even even 10, 15 more people a week, it
1: adds right. up. You're buying gas, yeah, buy, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah in, all the all supplies. the
0: local restaurants and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, so
1: breweries. Yeah. I think I think disc golfers drink beer. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, a lot of beer. You
1: know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm actually going to drink a little bit more right now. We're going to take a quick break, and I'm going to continue on the conversation with my friend Kevin Laboski.
1: So, where, where, where do you think we could put more courses in in the area? Like, where are there spots? Um, There's you spots.
0: Um, what do you think? I mean. Like,
1: certainly the Doylestown area it has nothing. Doylestown
0: has, like, nothing going on. In that direction,
1: on. you know, in between here and, like, Tyler would be a, a prime spot for something.
0: A prime spot out. To, I mean, they put a course out in, like, Redding, Downingtown, where, like, big kind of areas. Like, yeah, I'm just I, thinking I from when I
1: can go and, and play, like, you know, like come home from work, just go out yeah. and play, like, where are those spots? Local? I mean,
0: like, Unami was one of them. That's, um, the, that's
1: the one that needs to get fixed.
0: That's it, without a doubt. I think that's, like, I used to love playing Unami. There's and going a there. Just
1: over there and a lot of untapped potential. And
0: I think with the growth of the sport and all the, you know, all the good things that have happened in the past couple of years, like, I think that they would be stupid not to – Put in another nine holes.
1: No, I think yeah. I, you know, I think, uh, fix, yeah. fixing those.
0: Yeah, the, well, fi- yeah, fix the nine. Maybe redesign, well, the, the redesign pads are a bad. couple.
1: I mean, I was there at an Easter and it was yeah, there, yeah, yeah, it's overgrown and there's there are problems. I kind of stay away from the swamp personally. Now, but.
0: what what does what does disc golf bring to you know, what is that Milford Township or the Borough of Milford? You know that. It's like, you know, what, what special is it bringing that it's, like, not right now? You know, because it's not doing anything for the area.
1: Well, oh, I, th- I just think that, like you said, so many people are playing it. And, and it's just to have a place, another place for people to, you know, enjoy disc golf. Because they already have invested money into it. And they have the baskets. And, and, mm. and, and even when, uh, I believe, people had gone and asked them about it. And they moving it. And they were like, no. We yeah, well, I,
0: I had talked to Jeff Vay years ago. When I was getting more involved over at Naki, I was like, "Well, I want to get involved at Unami." Yeah. I had I was young and had that energy and was like, "Like, like nothing's big enough, so I'm gonna keep going and keep doing all that stuff." And I called Jeff and asked him, "Like, hey, you know what's going on with Unami?" He immediately was defensive
1: because
0: mm. I because you know because he had told me later after he after after he apologized for being so defensive, he said, "Like, hey man, you gotta understand." I'm like, I'm constantly called, like people constantly call and complain about the disc golf course oh. and about disc golf. And this is, you know, it's not what we need in the park type of thing, which I don't understand like why people would go out of their way to complain or like,
1: well, I guess maybe the neighbors that live right there. Yeah. But like, they didn't some, want a lot of people coming through. I
0: guess so. Like that live in that little loop, but there's like how many people come for street hockey there? Yeah, but that, they're Every okay single,
1: with all that. They just don't want anybody else to come in. They, just, they didn't want anybody parking in that parking lot. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff, you know.
0: Yeah. So he was, like, immediately defensive, and then he was like, I was like, well, what about moving the baskets? Like, yeah. let's find another park. And he was like, we're not moving the baskets. They're staying here. And I'm like, okay, all right. And then at that point, then, like, a logging crew came through and fixed up some of the stuff. Like, I guess they came through and took a lot of the bigger uh, trees. When, it, when it had fallen. When Sandy came through and knocked everything over. So, since then, that happened, but then the course never really recovered.
1: No, it's no, and there's no, never been a local group to get involved mm-hmm. and, and fix it up, but... I think that's kind of... Now, kinda now d- there's t- there's, there are people... Here, obviously, Quakertown has always been, you know, a I mean, disc golf area now, yeah. so well, it needs a course.
0: we always kind of... Like, I always like to think we always thought of it that way, but then to actually see it... Like, Disc Golf Course Review said it, uh, Disc said it, the Allentown, Quakertown area. Yeah top five in the country as far as like disc golf like like how close disc golf courses and then quality of courses because we don't just have little dinkers going on every single course isn't a nine-hole park course it's you know we have a lot of big championship level courses you know every, like, yeah. there's a lot maybe
1: of maybe we need some more dinkers
0: you know, i think dinkers is what needs just to go in yeah and that makes me think of like an area like you said where where a course could go Towie. I think Lake Towi would be a great spot. Yeah, but
1: like I said, I I've contacted them. They are not, and interested. they're not into it. They said just I I, I used a lot of you know arg- I thought good arguments, but apparently not. But just the fact that you know how how it's grown and mm. how you know the the, the course at Tinicum is overflowing with people, and there's a lot of campers, and I just tried to get to see the, but uh, the person I contacted was not interested. She said there was not enough room, and I thought that's. That's not true at all. Well, maybe she thinks that it has to have the room that like a tenicum has, and yeah. So I'm wondering if she doesn't, doesn't know, which is just, just not
0: educated on the sport yeah. and not knowing. And the problem, the big it's, problem it's, it's is pretty be- ideal for becoming educated. Like I know, like Steve told Dan over at AGA to like watch Jomez, watch this other stuff to see what disc golf is. Well, AGA has the kind of like land that one of those big courses that the tour guys play on on Jomez. Can do. Whereas, Toey, like, you're not going to see that type no, of golf. Like, even Idlewild or these like more heavily wooded courses, yeah. they're not Toey. No, you know. So, I can see where it'll be a tough sell to someone that doesn't know the sport yeah. and doesn't know. But that was like, I, I would go over there quite often, and I've like walked in that area and and thought about you know a course in here would be pretty cool. And Me I too. <laughs> I talked to Lacourt a little bit about it because yeah. Lacourt said he would go over there sometimes, and it's just like. And we said like it would be really cool to put in, like a nine hole, three hundred foot, shot course that is split that can also be split into an eighteen hole, hundred fifty foot course, and make it family friendly. Make it like this is where okay you want to begin golf, this is where you go. Yeah, you can play the bigger holes. Like you could go like you like a, a guy can go with his girlfriend or a girlfriend can go with a guy, you know, or, like whoever you know what I mean. And they can play the different holes. Like oh like you can't throw three hundred feet yet yeah, we'll play a hundred fifty foot hole, you know you're just learning you don't need to go to Nike you don't need to go to Tinicum, AJ. out
1: the people and, 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 and yeah. when people search online they can see okay here, here's a beginner friendly course in the area and mm-hmm. that's kind of when, when we put Nike in we had a lot of uh, you know more you know, beginner friendly courses mm-hmm. and that was like a lot longer. Well that, that was, was like,
0: like that oh, was the biggest course in the pretty much in the yeah, area at the right? Time, yeah yeah it was Iron Hill wasn't in yet. Nope. No Iron Hill, and French Creek was still like doggy woods. It was, going,
1: it was going through, yeah. It had gone through a couple of changes, and it was, you know, mm-hmm. it was, uh, yeah.
0: So and so that was like your guys' idea, like, you know what, if we're going to put a course in, let's put something new in type well, of thing?
1: Coming back from playing out in California at De La Viega and seeing some of the other courses around the country and, and, and be like, oh, do something like par four. The idea of putting par fours in and par fives and mm. and and really emulating that that ball golf feel, kind of yeah. The, you know that's because you know people say oh we don't have to follow we well, don't have to follow them but they, they got some good ideas yeah like, yeah you know, like having different par you know different distance holes oh no variety. I think
0: I think I think using the blueprint that's that's laid out in front of us like is what we should do yeah it was successful for them. Right, it should be success, successful yeah. for us. You yeah, know, and just, even more successful because it's...
1: will relate to it. Oh, I, I know par 5. I know what you mean by par 5. It mm-hmm. makes sense. It's a long hole, you know? Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. And disc and golf it, has that two-putt thing. It's, a, it's more of a one-putt thing in disc golf than mm-hmm. the ball golf with the two-putts.
0: Yeah, well, it's just the, the, uh, the area that, like, the gimme is. You know, a gimme in golf is a lot smaller than yeah. a gimme. You know, so it's like a 30-footer, like... I had like a fifty footer today. There's no way in heck I'm hitting a fifty footer on a go- on a golf course, like playing ball golf. You know, as a putt, it's like pure luck. You know, so you definitely can. You know, the greens are a lot bigger, and that's that. That's always something that's difficult is making the greens, and that like making the greens comparable to like ball golf greens, making it faster or slower depending on like the land and everything, and that's that's something that I really liked like I like the idea of multiple pin locations on the same green yeah so you can kind of you can mix things up and at certain. I think pl- I've
1: heard John Biscoe say something like that. Yeah, where it's don't like change the whole. So don't change the yeah. whole par so much. Yeah, like the, the, your like basket's here
0: spot. and now it's now it's over here. Yeah, you know it's it's not so bad. It's not something that you're really changing much.
1: Well, your approach can be more an anhyzer or a Heiser, like mm-hmm. something that, like okay. So th- you know, depending on the position, that's yeah. kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I think that would be something. I like I I often thought about that with Naki. Like, it'd be really cool to have multi, like a couple <laughs> sleeves on every hole. Yeah, you know, that's and like, and know, we kind of did for 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 some. But with of the it.
1: green being like, you know, I don't know, sixty foot radius yeah. or something mm-hmm. of, a, of a spot, you know. Like, yeah, exactly. Like It'd yeah. be like because our greens are big, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, you know, you're you're hit a fifty footer today. Yeah, and you know, within eighty feet, you know, you're almost, yeah, that's a putt, really. Yeah. Oh yeah, it really, five, and it's 80, becoming more. Feet,
0: yeah. It's more realistic of a putt. The longer, like the longer I played, the more I've made. You know, the more I've missed, but I only think about the makes. So it's like eighty foot becomes a putt, ninety foot becomes a putt. Yeah. You know, and what then, do you
1: think about my? Well, I have a what's that? The bullseye. Basket. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's a, that's the same putting basket I have at home. The, at gateway. the
1: bullseye, and look what I did to my yeah my you, uh, two. that's
0: uh that's a, that's the Paul Macbeth. That's what Macbeth would do. Yeah, he well, would I, he would put a belt, but you have what zip ties.
1: Yeah, but the monk too. This this catch is better than it does when it's not the zip tie. No zip because tie because
0: there's no sp- extra space. The mock too
1: just spits so many discs. Mm. And this actually, yeah. Even though uh, what I did is I put a zip tie around the, the chains and it made it more of a shape of a of a bullseye basket. Yeah, it's a little it's a
0: little fatter than the bullseye. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were like I remember if I remember correctly, you were like an advocate for like the Cam Todd design.
1: Yeah. Of the short,
0: the shorter squat, and now the, they do the mock shift. That they that they make, which is kind of does that thing. It shortens up, and it just makes the target not necessarily narrower, but shorter. But I guess it is just a little narrow, more narrow than a regular basket.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's the future of the game.
0: I think it is too. Yeah, I think just making the target a little, making it so that the chain, everything that hits the target gets caught.
1: Look how good they are now. It's unreal. So I think that I think it's 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 an inevitability. Mm -hmm. They're still going to be good. Yeah, but but you're going to have. Little more variety,
0: yeah, and, and, and I don't think it needs to go as far as the bullseye,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, there's modifications, but that's a, that's a decent size right there, yeah. I, mean, I think
0: that's perfect. A little shorter would be great,
1: yeah. Even shorter, I don't even know if you need to do that. Well, I think maybe, maybe not shorter, high.
0: maybe make it like one more level higher on, on the, the basket, on the basket, yeah. I see what so, you're saying. so that like something that hits the chains and gets in towards the basket, yeah, actually stays in there.
1: Well, that people that bring that up, they get they get.
0: They get ripped apart.
1: I know. Like, it's oh, hard to even I, talk about it now.
0: Well, I mean, and it's it's things I needed because the, the courses, the courses are the courses.
1: Well, your land becomes more relevant when the basket's smaller. Like that's you true. You can make holes. You have a, the designer has more options when you have a, a, a the basket as big as it is. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. have a small course.
0: Yeah. See, like the o- the only problem I could see with it would be the resistance against the fact that, you know, how many courses do we have in the, the LVDC area? Like. Now we need all new baskets, yeah, and that's like a big put, we kind of need all new baskets right now, yeah, and like when you get new okay, we need new baskets in five years, well, when we need them, we get the new the new style
1: well before Nike had and you know, we closed down that one of my one of my goals was to I wanted to put smaller baskets mm-hmm. in longer positions, yeah on the course, extending the the court and putting a- cha- like like a more of a championship level, you know like, yeah, because the know, course thousand rated gold level, whatever you want to call it mm. there. Like, like with those baskets, I, I think I, that would be awesome. That would have been controversial.
0: Yeah. Well, cause <laughs> as it was like, I, I didn't get to see Naki in it's like infant stages. I saw it like probably 2010 ish you know, realistically when I actually understood golf, I had seen it in the past. And then finally, once I started to know what was going on, because when you don't know what's going on, you don't know what you're looking at. So, I finally figured that out, and then went there, and like, it was hard, but I because I didn't have a lot of skill. But it, the course becomes somewhat easier yeah. as you get better. Like if you learn how to just manage your game there, like Naki was a, the course, the Hoodoo tournament, and the Kill Lifter. When the Kill Lifter was that had one of the rounds, and Naki was one of those rounds. I knew that I was getting a thousand rated round. I was nine thirty rated, but I knew I was going because I knew I was shooting par, yeah, or like around around that. Because I knew how to manage around, but it, in the beginning you couldn 't manage around like it was if you weren 't in the middle of the, the fairway, you were pretty much screwed right you know like that 's all I would hear like I heard like uh like early Simon and Avery touring video of them, and someone like it was a q and a thing, and someone asked Avery what his, the hardest course was
1: personally I think the most difficult course
0: i've played in a long time was uh it was called a Mix, and we put it for the 2005 World Championships on the East Coast uh, in Pennsylvania. And yeah, it was probably one of the most difficult courses I played in a while. Um, obviously, there's longer courses out there, more wooded courses out there, could be a little more difficult. But I remember that one being specifically one of the most difficult I played in a while. And I wish I could have seen the course at that point when it was like that had that much teeth.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, but I think it was better later. I mean, because it was more well, fair, it was it a better br- course. It broke I think in, was starting to get into like. You know, it was beginning yeah. when they closed it to, to really, you know, mature. It was, into yeah, something.
0: I mean, it was, yeah, it was, it's a teenager. It's like, so. what?
1: Devin shot a 55 on it or 55,
0: something? 55, something stupid. Yeah. Like, yeah. Schwebe came out and shot some 58s. Yeah. And it was like, okay, cool. And then Devin just went and just went absolutely bonkers. Yeah. I
1: mean, but that's the, that's, I think that's the thing about the course. It was, that was there. Well, yeah. and people had grown. Oh, well, it
0: was it was very much there. I mean, I've birdied every single hole there. Yeah, just the do It Had
1: grown though beyond where where we were, and of course it opened, so it was ready for lengthening. Mm-hmm. It was ready for you know controversial baskets. It was. You know. Yeah,
0: I mean maybe 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 it'll be ready when, and if it ever gets opened again, maybe that's what needs to happen. Like a a full well, well not they, a full thing. How many
1: trees they cut down. It'll be tentacle. <laughs> Tinnacum, uh, I hope Jr. not. <laughs> I mean, that, that would be. I,
0: I don't think it'll ever be Tennekam Junior, but.
1: No, not that. I think maybe if we, we if we open up a, a portion at a time, like a, maybe the hill, because there's not, there aren't any. Yeah, and just any, uh, ash trees out on on the hill there on the on the back there. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, maybe put some could, baskets back in.
0: But yeah, put some in there. Like even if we get four or five holes, you know, that's – start with that. Yeah, just ease in there. I mean that, and I think, uh, like we were talking about during the break, about um, like possible like disc golf passes. Yeah. Or are we talk. We may have talked that about in the first segment, but I think Just that's like, money. Like pay, dude. I will pay. That was
1: actually before the first segment, I think. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't even. Yeah, I don't think your all, listeners know how much is actually said in between. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's 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 quite a mess of of so much stuff, you know, and it's to be it it, it, it has become a joke. Between me and every single person I podcast with they like, oh, we should have been recording so, yeah. <laughs> so from here on, I'm just recording at all times I yeah. think that's a good idea Yeah, just to kind of get in And then asking for, for, for permission afterwards That's why this segment <laughs> didn't start off the normal way Where we kind of, I do the intro And saying we're back from the, from the break yeah. We kind of just, you know, Kevin that's told me Just press record and We'll sure see what ends. happens, you know, <laughs> and I like it, you know, I like the, you know, the, uh, the free form of it all. You know, that's what Mike Solt told me that that was one of his favorite things that it's just like kind of wing it, which kind of leads into me not being a person that is prepared for anything ever. So, <laughs> so like, I, I well, get,
1: I, well I, I got the, uh, the typed up, uh, questions ahead of time, yeah, yeah, you know? exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know what, I don't know what that would be like. You know, I, I experienced that one time with, uh, with Andrew fish doing commentary for tea time um we were doing the two too many days in may and i ended up doing all four rounds on a course that i've only ever been to once which was kind of interesting like for me to be by the end of it i knew the course which was kind of cool um and i think i did the first round with bro and then fish came for the second and third round and austin had asked him to like come up with some like a script. Like, oh, like, think about what you're going to say the, to start it off and everything like that. And he showed up with a script for him and for me and was like, this is what we're going to say before every segment. And I was like, okay, cool. I like this, you know. It's like to have something actually scripted out like that was, like, so totally professional Just for to me. Just to get you started. Just and, to, and, that, and that's always the toughest part, is getting the ball rolling with any, with anything, you know, but especially this. Like, I'm always nervous. You know, so but you it's, can always
1: have some like a few co- things you can always like rely yeah. on. Yeah, something like a c- couple questions or something just ahead of time. It's, it's that you have something in your pocket. You
0: know. Yeah. Well, I always kind of like. I mean, I I pick I pick who I want to interview. So mm-hmm. I kind of like know what I want. Like, there's something about each person. Like, I wanted to talk to you about like, you know, early like early tournaments, early LVDC stuff, early golf for you, and then knock a mix of course. You know, because I think it's something that's on everybody's mind in the area to like hear that type of stuff you know so i just i try to pick those things was it
1: wasn't for my uh my my recent birdie of whole whole 11 at Tenikin when it was in the long position it wasn't
0: i didn't hear about like that. that i no, didn't I hear don't. about that it was
1: no i don't even bring that up because uh, that's a
0: that's a damn good birdie right yeah
1: I know it's kind of an inside joke with John Crackton and myself. So I thought I told him I'd mention it on it because okay. he was making fun of me. Are you going to mention your birdie? Because when I did it, you know, I you know I'm not going to like go tell anyone. I told him. Yeah. And from then on, he was like, "Oh, wow!" So and he bring it up all the time. Like, you know, so mm-hmm. now it becomes a, it's a thing. You know, yeah. Well, you
0: you got to have those things. Like I I played with Hank today at Tinicum and. Our thing, uh, I I always tell him that he used to throw further. I'm like, oh, when you were younger, you used to throw so much <laughs> further. And but when he was throwing far and he was kind of in you know more of a prime, I outdrove him once at Sankinac on hole four, I guess it is. no five, it's the big downhill, the like the one that's in like the open field kind of yeah. And I outdrove him one time. He shanked his drive, and I outdrove him by like 50 feet. So now it's always I bring it up like that one time yeah, I outdrove you,
1: out you. Sankinac. Yeah. Sankanak. yeah, I mean. 2015. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually, I have a
0: tattooed on my ankle. Yeah, yeah but yeah. so I mean, the good thing is since then I've outdriven him a bunch of times, so that's kind of nice, you know. But but yeah, it's good to have those types of little jokes with you know. Oh yeah. And that's what makes playing golf so much fun, you know. And,
1: well, it's like one. It's it's just that thing that kind of defines people, and and I really, I mean, for me, it's defined my you know, who who I am in in some ways, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's something that I just love to do. I mean. It, as hard as you know life can get or work can get, you know I, I, that's what I look forward to. Is you know like oh when is work over yet? Because I can I want to go play. Yeah, I'm gonna go, and it's kind of just want to work on my craft. Like you know, no one cares about my craft other than me. You know, it's just yeah. me, my my throws and how I throw and how far it goes and how accurate I am. And I mean that's my thing I do, and we all do it. We all do that thing. And yeah, it's, like it's it's a it's it's pretty. It's, it's important in life to have those things. I think. Yeah. I think well, something that know. you
0: can be passionate about and hold is, like you said, your craft.
1: Yeah.
0: And it all comes down to how much you want to put into it. Right. Like if you want to if you want to become better, you go and do field work. You get a practice basket. You get multiple practice baskets. You get multiple practice putters. If you want to get better. Or, or if like me, part. like I have a bullseye basket and I have a couple practice putters and. I I I don't even look at my basket anymore. I only
1: practice for fun because I, I even like I even like I even think that's fun. Like yeah. I, like if I practice, that's just because I'm, you know, I'm just having more fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it should
0: be. It's like because at this point, you know, we're not we're not going to be world champions.
1: No, just like we're not fris- going fris- to
0: be we're not going to be millionaires. We're not from from throwing frisbees at least. No? So just go out there and have a good time. I started doing that a lot more last year with uh with the COVID rounds and everything where we got the we got to start picking like our, who we were playing with every single round your groups. Yeah. So it was like every single round I'm playing with the same people. I'm playing with Hank and Devin and bro and, you know, D- disco Danny Meyerhoff and like playing with these different people. And, you know, it's, it's so much more fun when you can play with your friends, you know? And I've, I've had to play a couple rounds since then with other people, but like, the good thing is everybody around here is kind of friends anyway. So why don't you
1: have a do you do you do like a little little blaze tour like a, a little disc golf tour like a local, you know, like almost like every, like twice a month even like just every other week, every other weekend, mm-hmm. boom. There's a there's a little there's a, a little get together little
0: get together mini
1: event. We we kind Doesn't of we kind of have them like sanctioned even you know yeah.
0: Well, I mean that would be the only way I could do it. You know. Because I'm not i I'm not a, a PDJ fit. I'm not even a recurring PDJ no, member really. right now. I, I don't think I'm gonna renew this year. You know, I don't. I may not. I'm not gonna play any events.
1: There were a few years where I didn't review in protest of. Uh, yeah. And I, I I I don't know if I actually remember exactly why I was protest. <laughs> like I I did, but I don't even remember <laughs> why I was mad about something.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. This year with just like knowing that everything's tiered or filling in, you know, five seconds. Yeah, like I'm just kind of, I'm waiting until something happens, you know, where I get into a bunch of events or something. I played Sellersville already, so I missed out on that ten dollars right there. But luckily, that was a gift from uh, Otto, Hank's yeah. son. Otto bought me my entry for that tournament, so that was nice of him. Said for my birthday, <laughs> so I was like, all right, cool, that that works. But like, you you miss out on that ten dollars each event that you don't that you like if you're a member of the PDJ, you get. So that's kind of. The only reason I would want to become a member, I again. started
1: signing up just because it's just, just like because it is the sanctioning body of the sport. Like, mm. I'm just that's what I'm doing now. I'm just like throwing that seventy-five bucks, and I actually did the math once. Where if they just charged everyone sixty dollars, they'd make more money and the 50 for AMs and 75 for Pros. Okay. If everyone was 60, they would have make. they would end up making more money. I did the math. And yeah, I and, and, I think, the and I don't think, and
0: I don't think, like, there's no doubt in my mind that AMs would sign up for 60. Yeah, I mean, it's $10 I more. Mean, they, they got us to sign up for 70. I mean, or 75. It make
1: you know? it all even because I don't know. I don't know if we get that many, <laughs> that much more. Well, that or like, I signed up for AM
0: for, I like, it wasn't until two or three years ago that they made me actually sign up for a pro. I just kept signing up for AM. And then I play pro events.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: You know, so it's like I'm paying fifty, you're paying seventy. Eventually they caught up with you, yeah. And eventually they just like like I registered, I went to register, and it was like pro.
1: I always thought it was funny because they take like, your check your ID and your age. Like like I can put anything down.
0: Yeah. Like, well, I th- I, well, you think about it. Like like so often, like uh, like I mentioned, Otto Hank, Hank uh, Hank's son, Otto has a PDJ number. Yeah. Like Steve Bro, Steve Bro has a, has a son Tanner, like. Tanner one like He's one one
1: his, his name is his number i think
0: what oh yeah for for <laughs> Tanner yeah, yeah yeah was it 115151 or 105 <laughs> or something like that he has like yeah. his hashtag on everything but but it's like there's no proof that they exist yeah like other than somebody registered and paid and said their age yeah like but yeah nobody so knows curious. nobody knows how old you are like i could i could i could have registered and said i was born in 81 and i could be a master this year even though i'm not you know it's like you know, it's definitely, uh...
1: I can go take down the senior grandmaster. Well, no, yeah. yeah, be like,
0: yeah, he looks real good for his age. Like, <laughs> looking real good. Really yeah.
1: good have been eating a lot of vegetables. Yeah, 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 exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. And, like, I remember someone saying that, uh... I played with someone... It was someone from up in Maple Hill area. It might have been Ryan Sullivan. He, uh... He would have, like, touring pros would stay at their house for the Maple Hill Open. And I think, uh, Ragna stayed there. And she had mentioned something about, um... How in Europe they weigh your discs? Like you check in your bag, like to make sure everything's legal. Like they don't check. They don't check oh. any of that stuff. Like there's none of this stuff here. Is like who knows what I have? I have I have training wizards that weigh 260 grams. Be, they're great in headwind. Yeah. You know, unless someone else grabs my disc, which is illegal. Don't touch my equipment. No one knows. You know,
1: I don't no. use them, but you
0: know, I I could.
1: I have a chief that's overweight. Yeah. Yeah. I don't right. use it at all.
0: But. but, yeah, but that's the thing. It's like, no, but nobody's ever checking up on. So what is, you know, what is the PDJ, really?
1: I only yeah. bought it because it was overweight because I wanted to feel like, what, see if it, does it make a difference, you know? Mm-hmm. I'll try it out.
0: I was using <laughs> them for, uh, people use them for, like, they were called, like, the distance doctors. That's what they originally were called, the gateway ones. Oh, okay. And uh, I use them for, like, outside the circle straddle putts. Yeah. To get, like, because I would pull. Like, I would go to throw, and I'm throwing so hard. Like to try to get the disc there with it being outside the circle that I would end up pulling my disc. Yeah. So it's like you get used to throwing something heavier and making it work. When you get something lighter it's like, Well yeah, this is this is a breeze. Yeah. yeah, it didn't actually. I don't think it helped. Like was
1: that like the weight vest uh,
0: thing? I think so. Yeah, it was that Blake Griffin. He did that. He was big on. Oh, that. I did that on we the weight ever vest. Playing
1: basketball, you know, yeah, the, yeah you put the vest on. Yeah, I can play I can, for like fifteen, twenty minutes. You
0: feel like you could jump through the moon, and
1: you actually could. I think. I think yeah, you could actually. I mean, jump it, it should help. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I feel the yeah. difference in a 175 gram disc or like a 162 gram mm. disc. I mean, I, I can feel the difference. Yeah, I mean, certainly. I don't know, it makes it, it to me. It makes a difference.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I have a. I threw today. I have a Japan Open Destroyer. like a one sixty, and I could feel the difference. I still threw it really short, but
1: I got a Paul Macbeth one sixty. I just took the pen and I, and I made a circle on the top that made it like one eighty. Yeah. Like hey, just, if anyone ever picks this up, yeah, they oh, know whoa, that are throw a one eighty.
0: Yeah. Oh
1: man, that's <laughs> not. <laughs> Like, I don't know who this Lebowski guy is. Wow, but he's, he's, yeah, he's he's throwing a legal disc. Yeah, (laughs) that's true, also. Yeah,
0: but what's it matter? You know, you you may not get it back anyway. Well,
1: they're not supposed to touch my equipment either. Yeah, don't touch my equipment. Yeah, Yeah. you know, it says 180, but they they weigh it. They weigh it one time. Oh, it's 160. Yeah, like, walk away in shame.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's true, though. Like, I mean, like, I, I said, like, I said it earlier, but like, you know. How would ever anybody ever know that a disc is illegal? Not that what you're obviously what you're playing with isn't illegal, but how would anybody know?
1: Nothing, nothing I'm throwing is illegal. No one would ever know.
0: Yeah if, the, yeah, if it was. So it's, like, it's kind of crazy to think, you know.
1: i got got so many chunks out of my disc now. I like, well, to, that, I like to feel the chunks in the edge.
0: Yeah, like when you're, go, you're not someone that sands them or, or, I, do, or I, do, you I hit the lighter.
1: I do a good job, but you get those chunks sometimes that are just, you know, like the cuts in the side of the, the number plate or something. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you just got to, like, take a little knife and cut that chunk off because well, you can melt it back. Is it, or is that illegal? I
0: think you're I – don't, I don't know. I don't know if melting is allowed. I
1: think, I think melting is illegal. But I've seen. The, I mean, i yeah. Melt I mean, I hear people there. do that, yeah. and the, and
0: the sanding, the you know, minimal light um, sanding
1: they say. Yeah. yeah.
0: So like, should light melting should work?
1: I, I don't have any problem with that. I mean, yeah. I mean, otherwise you take that off. It's, I don't know if that's a gram, but that's definitely. I mean, that's, that's altering not, the disc. Like,
0: down, that's yeah. like. Yeah.
1: I like the little chunks though. Sometimes. You yeah. Your fingers.
0: Well, yeah, that, and I feel like they, you know, you learn how those chunks make your disc fly. Yeah. That's something that you know I learned in Naki. <laughs> you go there and play a round of golf and your disc is nobody has
1: beat up discs <laughs> anywhere around here. Well, I mean there's some places
0: people go. Like Boulder Woods opened up. That place will beat the crap on your discs. I
1: like that. It's a fun
0: course. Yeah, that, I think that place is awesome. I think it's incredibly underrated, you know, and just not enough people go there. You know, they they don't they're they kind of fall victim to not having a club or anything right now going on, you know. Yeah. And that place. They used to do some really Thursday night doubles there was a pretty good time. Yeah. You know, Nick Nick would cook. So he'd bring something out. He'd barbecue something or throw something in the in the crock pot. And, um, you know, you pay, like, six bucks. You get to play golf. And, you'd, like, you get Jenny Cream Ale, you know, for everybody over 21. So yeah. it was, like, it was just kind of, like, where are you getting that? Six bucks and, like, you know, pork barbecue and, or Sloppy Joe's. Or he did wings the one night. Like you know, He smoked all day. It's, like, dude, like, you don't get that anywhere else, you know, which is kind of cool. And you got to do something different, I guess, to kind of compete with other places, you know. Because it used to be, you know, you knew Monday night was a certain course, Tuesday night was a certain course, Wednesday Naki, Thursday whatever, and then Friday was always South Mountain. So you like you didn't step on anybody's toes, but now you kind of have to.
1: Well, there are only there are only so many days. In the yeah, week. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> only five weekdays to have doubles. So yeah, and yeah, then yeah, people started do doing wonderful. stuff on
0: Saturdays and then Sundays, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. everybody wants. To, it's like it's so much going on that you kind of have to. Well, I
1: never understood the, the, the animosity about that because who cares? I mean, it's it's because it's, it's a long way to go for some people. Some people couldn't if they're coming from the other direction. They're not going to be able to make it to your course. So I mean, it's just yeah, it, have as yeah, you know, just have whatever you want. It's fine. Yeah, and well, if somebody I, draws and they're going to wherever they want to be, and that's fine. What's nothing wrong with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, I know. Uh, like Nick had an issue with like uh, with the Steel Club. Him and Steve kind of butted heads for a little bit on that when the Steel Club was uh, opening up. They were doing doubles on Thursdays, and I like I was really good friends with Nick, and I told him I was like, and I was part of the conversation with Steve when he was like, "What night should I do it on? You know, I don't want to do it on Wednesday night. I think." I don't think Naki – Naki may have. No, I think Naki might have been closed at the time, but I think AGA was doing Wednesday. He's just like, Wednesday night is not, not a night I can do. Plus, he does dinner at, at Cheryl's grandmother's house on Wednesday nights. So, he was like, I don't want to do it Wednesday. Like, it's going to be Thursday, I guess. And he was like, the only place that does it is Boulder Woods on Thursday. And I'm like, it's not, not going to be the same crowd. And they're far enough away from each other that this should not affect anything. And Nick didn't think so. You know, and kind of took it as a personal attack on him, which you know sucks that he felt that way. You know, I think that they've finally reconciled and gotten over it because I think Nick very quickly realized you're right. You know, there was like no, like fifteen bucks to play the course plus five dollars, and then a dollar for an a spot, twenty one dollars to play a course with no carts for doubles. Like that's a tough sell against six dollars with Sloppy Joe and Jenny Creamale.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, so. Yeah, well, and there's always going to be some sort of – there's always going to be, you know, you hope everybody gets along, but you you know that there's always going to be some sort of, like, rivalry because everybody's course is better, you know. Naki is better. Jordan is better. I never never thought
1: about that way. I mean, I I think – I don't know. I guess people people see it that way. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, I I always looked at – like the whole purpose was putting in a hard course because it was balancing out the other courses in the area. Yeah. And, you know, and and the early times – Everybody was, I mean, the same people that were playing on, you know, Tuesdays at Jordan and Fridays at South Mountain were the same people that were coming out and helping put in Naki. I mean, it was, mm. it was the same group of people. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, it was, and the people you saw at the tournaments were the same people because it was a smaller, it was a smaller population then. Mm. So it wasn't. Yeah, it was,
0: like, it was more closely knit, like, Yeah. There were what thirty, forty of you guys. It's all the that's same a, people. Yeah, <laughs> Cause yeah, yeah,
1: animosity because yeah, I mean, you're showing up here. You're showing. I mean, there still was that, but I mean, yeah, it was, it's the same. It's the same people. Mm. You know, oh, and there was four people. It, it was four of us at Tenikum. That was what. That's who it was. It was mm. You know, Ray Rogers, Matt Lacourt. You know. Chris Hill and myself. That's who showed up for doubles for yeah, years. Yeah, every Thursday. For, for a lot of years, the only people that showed up for doubles at South Mountain was Brian, me, and maybe even one other person or two other people.
0: And that's I mean, it. That happened
1: for years. And I, I think it was 15 years straight I, I did South Mountain. Yeah, you know, it was always Brian and I. Even when uh, Brian and I lived <laughs> literally a par six away from each other. Yeah. Like, we, he'd drive up, I'd drive up, you know. Yeah, it was no, like, we we're going to drive together. Yeah. Like, it is. Yeah. yeah, it was just different times. That, oh, we can show up, and there'd be like, and you don't know how many people through the years, that, just random people that you got to know, you know, just showed up for years and didn't show up then after that. and Just disappeared, yeah. yeah. It was just a, it's an amazing sort of thing, showing up every Friday on a mountain, and throwing Frisbees. Mm. Random people showed up. And then look what it is now. 50 people, it's an 40, event. 50, 60 people.
0: It's, yeah, it's an event every single every, every single Friday. Friday, which is crazy.
1: I don't mean, I feel like I'm definitely a part of that. It, was, it felt good to be, you know, to carry that through all the years when there was four of us or three of us. or yeah. Sometimes it was Brian and me, especially when it snowed. And tell me, South Mountain, when it snowed and then the sun came out and melted that top of the snow, and so you could, you know, that crunch. So everything on top was like ice then you know and then you throw your frisbee and it would just float slowly down the hill
0: and just just keep sliding Oh, it was so much fun yeah this whole this whole entire time you may be hearing some heavy breathing every so often it's we're not we're not we're not panting at each other it's uh kevin's dog jack jack,
1: jack is so excited that somebody's throwing the ball repeatedly for him his <laughs> so tongue is out he like he loves Johnny Blaze come yeah. on like don't, don't put that microphone. Too yeah, that's true. That's
0: true. I should. I probably shouldn't. <laughs> well, there he goes. But yeah. All right. One more. One more. This whole I've said that like so many times now.
1: Yeah, that's, a, that's,
0: that's like a Yeah. Trick. This whole entire segment I've been doing that. I, it's good. I've been getting good shoulder practice, and I haven't been throwing a lot of thumbers recently. You know, <laughs> with my elbow being bad, I've kind of been taking it easy. So this is good. Uh, good practice for the arm. Wow. So we covered a lot. I mean, there's not really. I mean, there's probably a lot more that we could cover. And, you know, that's why, you know, I, I enjoy, you know, talking with like, you know, uh, like you or even who else I talk to. Or like even just talking with like Corey and like, I talk with Brian a lot. I hear like all these different people that have all these like awesome stories of stuff that were going on or Richie. That's who I was thinking of. Like, I know that Richie has like, a like chapters upon chapters of awesome stories. So it's kind of. It's kind of cool, you know, for me to hear it because I was—I feel like I'm like kind of in the middle of, the new players and the old players, you know, coming, and starting and playing like late two thousands, like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Like there was a lot of golf happening before, but a lot of golf has happened now, and there's a lot of people coming in now that know nothing about any of that stuff, you know, whether they care or not, but they don't really know anything, you know.
1: No, and the guys that never met, like Dave, you know, yeah, came into the <laughs> came into the, the the whole scene and. You know, and he's done. He did so much for disc golf, and mm-hmm. you know, the, the beautiful farm course, and yeah, you know, and then you know, the, yeah, it's a, you know, it's it's a, it's a testament to time and in, in mm-hmm. life and how. how oh, just it all in works.
0: seeing different disc golf scenes like evolve, like yeah. seeing the farm scene evolve into something different. Seeing, like that's the one thing that Jerome did amazingly down in Sellersville was he created a great disc golf scene. Oh like, yeah, he they, involved they, so many people. And so many people were like Hannah and Dustin were really heavily involved in the beginning and like they created a club and now like now none of them really, you know, I'm like do anything with the club. So it's like it's cool to see it step on and go on to something else, you know. You know, and it kind of makes me jealous that like I feel like it didn't it doesn't happen a lot of other places. Like I wish it happened at not at Naki, you know. I mean of course it wouldn't it wouldn't have stopped the Emerald Ash borers from happening and all this from happening, but like to see something like that happen would have been pretty cool. But I think with it being a difficult course, and.
1: Well, and, yeah, it didn't happen. And, that, and, yeah, mean, never. Size. Yeah. yeah. That, that, to that size. Yeah, it was,
0: you know, there was the same eight people that came out for doubles. You yeah. Know. That's it. Like, you know, they come and get the crap kicked out of them. Yeah, at, at well, then we had the,
1: the French Creek guys show up periodically, and, yeah. you, know, all the, you know, everyone would come through.
0: Yeah, everyone would come through. Fun, like, so Raf would make it out.
1: Wednesday event.
0: Yeah. And he, there was another awesome dog with Mandy. Mandy was another cool oh, dog yeah. that would come out and would, like, I, I always liked Mandy because Mandy knew the course. Yeah. So you get back towards, like, the marina hole and you go on old hole seven and you'd throw, and Mandy would just stay on the top of the hill. Yeah. Because, like, she knew, like, oh, you guys are coming back up on the next hole. I'm just going to chill <laughs> well, out up that's here.
1: That's what Jack does at Tinnica. He stays in the shade. Yeah. If, I'm all, if I can take him off the leash, which I'm not supposed to do. But yeah. He, uh, he just, he will sit in the shade and then I walk out to, like, hole three. I just go out to that he t- he stays over to shade. He's like, I'm not going out. He's over by the somewhere. trees and just, oh, he just lays down and like, nope, you're not getting me. <laughs> I know you're coming back.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're not you're not leaving me here. Yeah.
1: You know, <laughs> so <laughs> I've been here enough.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, I think that's about it for us, Kevin. All right. Dude, that was uh it was a great, great podcast. I feel like it was uh I learned more I learned some more about it, you know. Like it was good that you telling me to just press record. <laughs> you know, just let it go let and it just kind of see what happens. Yeah. yeah, see what happens. You know, so this, so this was a fun fun little experiment, you know. I'm I'm ten episodes into an experiment right now, so oh, I'm glad cool. I'm glad you could be a part it's of a it. It's a pleasure.
1: I always love hanging out with you. Yeah. And and listening to you and your insight and it's you know it's fun to have somebody come over and yeah you know, just hang out with. Yeah. that's
0: fun well we'll have to we'll have to do this again real soon you know Absolutely. hope maybe we'll uh maybe we'll get Brian out here or something like that you know <laughs> yeah he's uh he's someone that he's been requested a couple i've had a couple people tell me I need to have Brian on so Absolutely. you know i bring got, him over yeah i i got i got devin already and I tried to get Cheryl, but she got a little uh a little shy on it she okay. yeah, so so yes. so she was just like, I don't know if I want to talk about disc golf.
1: You got a pack about anything else? <laughs> yeah, well that's why I said I'm like,
0: we could talk about anything. Like what else <laughs> you want to talk about? Like yeah. we'll figure it out. And she and she's like, I don't really care if people know about what's going on in my life. I'm like, I, I totally feel you. Yeah. I totally like that's why like no nobody knows what goes on with, with Johnny Blades, but we know what goes on with my guests. So well, I
1: think anyone, anyone go on you know, there's that nervous feel like what well, oh my gosh, what am I mm-hmm. gonna say? am I gonna say something stupid? But I think you really, you know, allow people to be comfortable and. Yeah, you know. I try.
0: I try to do that. I. I mean, I. I get nervous before every single time. Yeah. I'm always nervous. This was actually like, the least eventful setup. I always forget a chord. I always forget something. <laughs> Something's just wrong with what, whatever I'm doing at all points. So like, or I forget to put an SD card in the in the recording you know, <laughs> board and everything. And I'm like, <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. So it's uh, and there'll probably be issues with this. I mean, the first segment for anybody that was listening, you'll hear music. You know, there was a little bit of a of like a little picnic going on next door here, so so Every you'll weekend. you'll hear a little bit of music, um, you know, and we're outside, so it's obviously a different type of sound. But I just wanted us to be more more relaxed, and I told Kevin before I wanted this to really be us sitting somewhere in mix and just you know, shooting the shit. You know, we'll do that again. Yeah, definitely. I I have I have a new uh, I have a, a new recorder, a new podcast recorder coming that's uh, battery powered. So because this next weekend I'm going to Paw Paw. And I'm planning on figuring out I'm going to get some good Paul, Paul stories. Oh, there you go. Or I'm riding down with Justin. So who knows? Maybe I'll, like, hook it up and just re- podcast him with him while he's in. driving. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a safe idea with Justin or not. But
1: Oh, that's definitely safe. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I guess it's probably about as safe as just driving with him. Yeah. <laughs> so so right. we'll, we'll try that. So, um, yeah. So tune in next week for more of the Weekly Pump. Thank you again, Kevin. Thank we'll, you. And we'll hear from you all. Bye.
1: Bye.